Well, it's been a while, but I'm back. Your humble host, Indigenous, is back. This is the Indigenous People Podcast. I've been real busy. This is episode 7, season 1. Long-awaited episode. I call this Fear. I've been real busy. Um, I've been trying to get some <clears throat> book ideas ironed out. I've had to erase a lot of concepts, a lot of rough copies that, you know, I just wanted to, you know, get rid of and try something new. Um, I'm in the middle of writing a book that's going to be out first quarter of next year, 2021. It's called Shatter Syndicate. Um, it's the story of a hitman by the name of Gore Yagami. It's set in the future. It's a real good time. Once again, that book is called Shatter Syndicate. Look for it on our website, indigenous-people.mystrikingly.com. Also, look out for the book when it releases. It'll be sold on Amazon. I'm real excited about it. I've been working on that, um, you know, just also trying to get a lot of things squared away as far as, you know, finance, my finances are concerned and, you know, shoring up a lot of the things with uh, Orbit Media, um, you know, making sure that I have, you know, things in order, you know, in that regard going into next year um, so we can actually start making money. Um, one thing about Starting your own business endeavors. Um, for those of you who don't know, Orbit Media is sort of a publishing company. We're like a parent company, really. Um, and content creation. Um, this podcast is uh, under the umbrella of Orbit Media. Uh, my books will be under the, the umbrella and owned by Orbit Media. Um, and anything that I decide to do going forward, which I have a lot of things that I'm trying to get off the ground for 2021, all of that will be distributed by, or by Orbit Media, LLC. And when you're working with limited funds, because I, I have a full-time job, um, I work in management at a tech school, um, and because of COVID, you know, COVID has changed the landscape for a lot of ways. Um, and because I have a foot in both the corporate world as well as the entrepreneurial world, and I'm working with limited funds when you're on unemployment and that's about tapped out and you have bills that you have to pay. I'm getting real here. You know, I'm an average American just like everybody else. I'm not swimming in money. Uh, you know, just because I'm a entrepreneur doesn't mean I, I run this business that's you know, succeeding and everything. I just started these endeavors really, uh, I want to say last summer and they haven't really gotten off the ground, um, because we need the funding. Uh, we need the funding. And, and when you start a brand new business, you have to make sure all your taxes and your financial paperwork are in order. And you have to make sure you have the proper equipment to deliver quality products for your customers. And that's what we're trying to do. Um, you know, we, I've got a lot of ideas, you know, for shows and for content going forward, but it takes time. Um, and I also have to deal with the realities of, 
you know, my own personal finances. I do have a car, a house, you know, bills, you know, family. So with God, all things are possible. Just just remember that. And that really ties in to today's show. Uh, long time, no talk. I hope everybody's had a great Thanksgiving and I hope everybody has a great, you know, completion to their holiday season as we head into 2021, which will be uncharted territory in 2021 will be season two. And that is going to be a knockout season uh, on a lot of levels. I can't wait for season two of, of this of this podcast. But today is uh, season one still episode seven. It's called fear. And fear is um, something that can literally paralyze your spirit. The Bible tells us to not ha- not to have a spirit of fear, but power and a sound mind. And that's important because it's true. A little backstory about myself. I'm 33 years old. I received my driver's license in the state of Missouri at the age of 31. Why did I wait so long? Because at the age of 17, I got into a car accident outside across the street from my house. I hit a sign. I was injured in that car accident, but by the grace of God, I wasn't killed or I wasn't severely injured, but I was injured. Um, and that shook me to the core and it scared me and it, and it instilled a fear in me that literally took years and years and years for me to overcome. I was afraid to operate a vehicle after that point, after that accident. I was afraid to get behind the wheel. The idea of me getting behind the wheel of a car again under any circumstance was a no-go. And it really affected my life. And this is an example of fear affecting your life in a tangible way. Because I didn't have my driver's license, I couldn't get a car because I didn't have my driver's license and didn't have a car, my job opportunities were limited. And you're talking from the age of 17 all the way to 31. So I was well into my 20s and in my early 30s, you know, having to bum rides off family members, having to pay for taxis because I was too afraid to get my license because I was fearful of what would happen to me if I got behind the the wheel of a car again after having an accident when I was in high school. I remember it was summer school of 2004. Um, It was a couple of days. It was the weekend before I started summer school. I got into an accident. The police officer was very gracious, very understanding, very supportive. I had to go to court and I had to pay a ticket. I didn't pay it. My mom had to pay it. And my mom had to help me pay for the sign that I damaged. And there was a domino effect to that fear. Because it put my mother in a bind. Because she had to come out of pocket to financially help and back up what I couldn't do financially. It wasn't until I finally faced up to my fear in a practical way. First of all, I always pray. And that practical way was just getting behind the wheel. Understanding that I'm not going to die in a car accident. Could it happen? Yes. Is it likely? No. There have been severe car accidents where people have 
survived. I had to get over a fear of something that I needed to do. I needed to drive. I don't live in a city where bicycles and walking and that's an option. You know, St. Louis is a very spread out city. It's a it's it's literally split into two sections. You have the city itself and you have the county. There's over two million people in the county. That's where I live. And everything is spread out. And so realistically, how could I function without my driver's license in a car? So I owned up to my fear. I looked it in the eye. I learned how to drive with my driver instructor. And I passed my driving driver's license test, my road test, with a 70 at the age of 31. I've had my license ever since. And, I, and ironically enough, I've become a very astute driver. And I haven't really been driving that long officially as a licensed driver. I've been driving since April. I've had my car since February of 2018. Do I drive it a lot? No. But when I need when I need to drive it, will I drive it? Absolutely. I've driven it to work. I've driven it to the store. I've driven it in the rain, in the snow, in the ice. I've driven it when it's hot out. I've driven it at night. I love driving at night. I prefer to drive early in the morning or at night because there's less people. Could you get into an accident during those time periods? Sure. But those are the time periods where I prefer to drive. I think it's a lot more peaceful and a lot less of a headache when you drive at night or during the early morning hours. But I will drive during the day if I have to. If I have to go to work or come home from work, you know, I'll drive during the day. But my point is I had to man up and face my fear because a driver's license was necessary. I needed to get my driver's license. And so... I took on the I took on that fear head on and I was able to overcome it. Whatever you fear out there, maybe you're a rape victim and you have a fear of men and the trust that a relationship brings when you when you invest that time in a man. You know, maybe you have a fear of commitment. Maybe you have a fear of failure. Maybe you have a fear of success. Maybe you have a fear of change. Maybe you have a fear of the future. Maybe you have a fear that you're going to die if you leave the house so you're afraid to leave your home. Never ever allow fear to keep you from maxing out on your life. Tomorrow's not promised and you don't want to be so caught up in the fear of not seeing tomorrow that you waste your time. And when tomorrow finally comes, you look up and you have accomplished nothing. You don't want fear to keep you from telling someone how you feel. I may be red pill, but if there's a girl out there, you know, you can't help but to get lost in her eyes and she makes you feel all warm and fuzzy, you know, and she gets you all tingly in your pants and you really enjoy her company and she smells good and she has pretty eyes and her skin is soft and all you want is, is her, but you're afraid to tell you how you're afraid to tell her how you feel. 
Don't wait too long or some guy who throws caution to the wind is going to tell her, hey, let me get your number. Let me holler at you. And then you look up and that girl is gone. Trust me, I know about that as well. You know, there are many instances in my life besides that car accident where I had fear dictate my move. And I decided a long time ago I'm not going to let that happen anymore. One of the reasons why I became a libertarian and I abandoned liberalism ultimately is because I believe liberalism was crafted out of a lot of fear and victimization. And I didn't want to be a victim. I didn't want to fear the world. I didn't want to fear consequence from trying to do my best. The consequence being failure. I've never been rejected by a female before in my life. Every female that I've talked to, I've, you know, sealed the deal. I've had a lot of females like me on my job, at school. You know, when I was in school, I've never been formally rejected by a female. Like, I've never had a female come to me and say, I'm not feeling you or I don't think you're attractive. Um, I've always picked my spots with females. I'm particular anyway. But fear has to be something that you need to abandon going into 2021. Life is short. Your time on this earth, the time that this earth has in its current state is short. You know, given the days we live in and the way the world is going, you don't have much time to sit around and and, and, and debate within whether or not you want to pursue something because you're afraid you might fail. Once again, understand my situation. I'm going to give you this will be motivation. I'm on unemployment as a furloughed worker for the school for the special school district here in St. Louis. I go back to work January 19th. Since that time, I've had to use unemployment in order to pay my bills, in order to do a lot, to, in order to fund my entrepreneurial endeavors. But those endeavors haven't taken off yet because I just started. There's a process. So it, fear could have easily crept into the arena of, okay, I got this bill, I got this bill, I got this bill, and so much money a week. $193 a week in the state of Missouri isn't much, especially when you're, especially when it's not just you. And you have to keep that in mind. But you never, ever let the fear dictate how you respond to a late bill or your car note is is 20 days past due. Remember, there's always someone out there who has it a lot worse. I don't know if I'm going to go back to my job. I told my staff that I would be back and I have to take an exam in order to go back, it's it's for the job, and I have to come out of pocket for that. I don't know where the money is going to come from for that. But I'm not going to let fear of possibly having to leave what is a full-time, well-paying job, you know, overtake ultimately what I decide to do. Because I want to see Orbit Media take off the ground. 
and become a real player when it comes to media content. That's the long-term goal. That's going to take many, many years if done right. But I'm looking for the successes along the way. I'm not trying to rush the process in its totality because I know that totality will come years down the line. Don't be afraid to tell somebody how you feel if you love them, a girl, a boy. Don't be afraid if you're a rape victim to give a relationship a chance. Not every guy is a rapist. You can trust a guy who is interested in you given your past and given what you've gone through as a rape victim or or a sexual abuse victim, you know, molestation. You just have to trust yourself in order to trust someone else. Don't let fear ruin your life. Take it from someone who, again, didn't get their driver's license until they were 31 years old because I was too fearful to get behind the wheel of a car after an accident. There are people who've been in far worse accidents than me who got right behind the wheel as soon as they were able to. Get out there and attack and challenge the culture, the world. Don't chase money. Chase your potential. Chase your potential. Don't do things just for the sake of doing it. Do it because you really want to see if you can succeed. If you think you can make the NFL if you're playing college football, try to make it. The NBA, if you're playing college basketball, try to make it. If you're a filmmaker, you think you can you make quality films and you believe in your in your ability, don't let fear hold you back. Don't let fear hold you back. Fear is a disease, it's a spirit, and it needs to be rebuked. And if you allow it to overtake you, then you'll sit in your house. You'll you'll sit at the job that you don't really want to be at. You'll stay in the relationship that you don't really want to be in because you, you have fear that no one else will be as good as the person you're with. That's what a lot of domestic abuse victims, that's how they think. They're afraid to leave that abusive husband because they're afraid and they're fearful that they won't find anything else that even comes close to how good that abusive husband is when he's not hitting her. You got to be able to stand on your own two feet to hold your nuts and say, I'm going to give it all I got. And for women out there, I don't usually give advice to women. Like I said, this is red pill content, but I brought up the rape thing, you know, You have to be able to forgive yourself first, but also to forgive the person who wronged you, to alleviate that fear and to settle that debt so you can move on with your life, to never forget what happened to you, but at the same time, don't let it control how you move going forward. There's a lot of women out there who are mentally in anguish, who are beyond repair because they allowed, you know, whatever happened to them on that such and such night 
you know, whenever it happened, when they were alone with somebody and he they took advantage of them. Again, it's not your fault. It's never the fault of the woman when she is done in, in such a way where she's taken advantage of and, and exploited and, and, and hurt like that. But I've seen far too many examples of women who become mentally unstable and very, very jaded to the point where they become self-destructive and they're not functional human beings when it comes to relationships and they can no longer have healthy relationships with men. So they turn to lesbianism, but then those relationships don't work out. So they turn to bisexuality and they get on antidepressants and then their life is ruined. I've seen it. It's a reality. It happens to women. I'm sure some of the women who listen to this show know exactly what I'm talking about. You got to be able to look fear right back in the face and declare that you're not going to let it rule your life and determine how far you go and determine who, you, who you're going to be with and whether or not you're going to have a healthy marriage and a healthy family and a healthy, happy life. Fear kills happiness, but fear will never kill joy. Fear can't kill joy in you. When you have joy, you will never have fear. And for believers like myself, the joy comes from being saved and the word of God. For those of you who are not there yet, your joy may come in the realization that you are completely and utterly content with the little that you do have. And that you don't complain and you don't grovel and grunt about the things you don't have. And so you manifest that into going after things that are important. And so fear doesn't keep you from, from moving forward. There's a lot of people in the United States who are dealing with fear. Fear to the point where, you know, they wear a mask in their car. Or fear to the point where they no longer want human contact with other people. They'd rather just stay in their house and do everything virtually. Fear to the point where cities and states shut down and and it does more harm than good. Fear to the point where there's mass hysteria over a virus that has a 98% survivability rate. Fear over what tomorrow will bring. Fear, like during 9-11 or after 9-11, when people were afraid to go out and do normal American things, like go to, the, go to the mall and go to football games. They were afraid because fear hit home. But you can't be afraid. Because if tomorrow's not promised and you spend so much time trying to get to tomorrow, what if it never comes? And your life that ended before tomorrow came ends at you having accomplished very little, if anything at all, because you were so afraid that you wouldn't see tomorrow. You actually didn't see tomorrow and you didn't 
accomplish anything. Think about that. You can be so intent and so focused on making sure tomorrow comes that it, it, it may not come. Don't live your life according to YOLO. Live your life according to the understanding that you will be given ample time to complete whatever task you need to complete in life. And if the day of your demise comes after that, then so be it. But at least you accomplished what you set out to accomplish and you lived a quality life. It's not how long you live that counts. It's what you did in that amount of time. By and large, we will live quality lives well into our 70s and 80s. People die every day, but just as many people live. But we can't take our lives for granted and we can't be fearful of living our lives. We got to get out there and hustle hard and, you know, we got to make money. We can't let the money make us to the point where we're slaves to the money. A lot of people out here are making money just to say they have it. And they spend it just to say they spent it. And they look up and they're broke by this time next year. Fear is a powerful, powerful drug. And a lot of people are hooked on it right now. And so my closing statements to you. Have no fear. Just live life. And everything will fall into its proper order. That That's the show. I appreciate your time. This is the Indigenous People Podcast, and I am your humble, humble host, and I have returned. I am Indigenous, and I'll see you next time.